your name, Lord. Nobody, Lord Jesus, can do what you do, God. And so, Lord, we just set the atmosphere, God, to receive your word. The word, if y'all not already, hallelujah. I praise God for our pastor on today. Hallelujah. Thank you for praising him for each and every one of you in the house. Hallelujah. On today, glory be to God. <clears throat> the title of, of this message on today is, What is Your Cross to Bear? Hallelujah. And as the Lord was ministering to me um, with this word, he still brought it back to mission mode. We still in mission mode, everybody. So when God is asking you this question, and it's a question mark, what is your cross to bear on this day? What is your cross to bear? We all have one. We all have a cross to bear, but how do we carry it is the question as well on today. Now it's going to make a little bit more sense as I go through this word. And um, if y'all would like, you can see it. If not, if the word is good, you can continue standing. Um, hallelujah. Hallelujah. It hypes me up when you stand, but it's all right. You can sit down on me. It's all right. Sit down on me. Go ahead. Sit down. Amen. I'm confusing the people. Amen. 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 So the month of June theme is prophecy. So anytime that we try to bring the word, we want to always try to connect it so it can all flow together. Hallelujah. So I'm going to just dive right in and, and give you this word, and I hope that it will make sense at the end. By and by, <laughs> as the folks say, by and by, because um, I'm about to take y'all through something. So it makes sense in my brain. So I'm praying that it makes sense in yours. Amen. So I thank God for just how he delivers the word to me personally. I thank God for uh, reminding me that this flesh is a mess. And that daily, daily we have to do some things. Amen. So I'm going to be talking about briefly, or just a little bit. Um, I'm going to read you the scriptures. Come in. I'm talking about Jeremiah, the weeping prophet. Because at a drop of a dime, y'all, y'all know I can cry. But I can cry because the Lord is on the inside of me. He dwells. He abides. So any time that I think about him, I don't want y'all to think that I'm sad. Sometimes I'm sad for the people, but I have joy in the Lord. So I thank God for Jeremiah, who is known as the reaping prophet. But a lot of times we can confuse Jeremiah um, with just knowing that he cried. What else do we know? Do we even understand why he was weeping? Hallelujah. So Jeremiah, he was called to serve, and he was about 17 years old when God called him to um, serve. And when God called him, his calling was tough, y'all. Um, it was hard and it was lonely. And all of this is going to connect. It was hard, it was tough, and it was lonely. In Jeremiah 16 and 2, it says, you shall not take a wife, nor shall you have sons or daughters in this place. Now this scripture, this little piece of scripture, you're going to be like, what, what in the world has got to do with bear my cross? Jeremiah 16 and 2 says, you shall not take a wife, nor shall you have any sons or daughters in this place. Hallelujah. Now, I want y'all to think about if God spoke that to you, that you shall not have a husband or a wife, that you shall not have any kids. 
that you shall not have anybody here with you to help go on this journey. And no friends. He had no one. He was a lonely prophet. So if God said that to you, what would your response be? Is that really God speaking? I know he want me to have a husband. I know he want me to have a wife. I know he want me to have desires of my heart. But if God say no, then what is your response? So, but even with that, with what God instructed to Jeremiah, even though it seemed tough, it was for his good. So I need y'all to understand that even when God speaks something tough in your life, that if you understand, and this is where you got to get in your word, if you understand the character of God, you will know that it's for your good, even if it sounds crazy. Because we serve a God that we're not going to know how he think all the time. We're not going to know why he tells us to do things all the time. Hallelujah. God was protecting him. God was protecting Jeremiah. So on today, I'm asking, do you believe that God is protecting you on today? Now, y'all can say amen. You know, y'all can say the amen, but do you believe? That is the key thing. Do you believe that God is protecting you on today? So as he does for us, but we refuse to see his protection as he did for Jeremiah. He is doing the same thing for us. He is protecting us. But at times (laughs) this flesh make us look at it. This flesh make us look at what God is doing in our life as if he's withholding something from us. We have to understand our wants can get in the way of what God is needing from us. We want a better job. We want our kids to act right. We want a husband. We want a wife. We want this and we want that. We want a better car. We want this and we want that. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. But God is telling us that this place right here is temporary. And God needs us to trust him even if we don't see any change over 40 years. Y'all catch that? So Jeremiah was preaching the same thing for 40 years and he saw no change. He was lonely. He saw no change. The people wasn't listening. He saw no. So as God tells us and and, and instructs us to do things, because I need y'all to think in mission mode, you got to understand that even though he told Jeremiah those things, he said, you will not have them in this place, in this place. So we got to have a heavenly mindset, y'all. We got to stop thinking temporary. That when God tells you no, that you think he's a big, bad, mean God. God is telling you no to protect you. And we got to understand that. We got to let sometimes our children hit the wall. (laughs) We got to let our friends and family just go their way. We got to stop allowing people to come in in the intersection of me and Jesus. We got to stop allowing people to block us from getting to where God is trying to get us to go. If they don't want to come, you got to go if you got to go by yourself. 40 years. Hallelujah. Now, (laughs) so as I go through um, talking to y'all, now who I am, I ain't about to give y'all a bunch of scriptures. That's not what come to Bible study for that, okay? If you want to dive a little bit deeper into your word, you got to come. I'm about to just preach to you a little bit, okay? Uh, as I stand on the foundation of his word, because I know his word. So you got to get in his word to know if the people that's preaching to you, if they're really in their word. 
So I could be just telling you some stuff. So you better go read the Bible, people, or come to Bible study. So now the title of this message is, what is your cross to bear? Now, hopefully at the end of the sermon, you will have a better understanding what that means when I say, what is your cross to bear? Because as I was thinking about this word, it's like, um, God, I think people may misunderstand the cross. I think we don't really understand what it means, the cross to bear. Because as I was reading that Luke, that pastor put up there, um, it said, pick up your own cross. So as I go through this word, I need y'all to understand what is your cross to bear. So let's talk about Jeremiah a little bit more. Jeremiah said, the people will not listen. He weeps because of his utter sadness, because he knows what's to come and the people won't respond. Hmm. This is how I feel sometimes when I'm standing right here in the midst of this, in the midst of my people and I'm preaching the word. I can see. I can feel you. I can hear you not listening right now. I can hear it. I can feel it. I can see it. I can I can know that if the word of God is really penetrating anything. Or, or if you're just saying, yeah, that ain't for me, and it's, it's brushing up, or, yeah, I know about Jeremiah, it ain't for, like, in this, in this church, we make it personal. So this word that go forth is for each and every person that is sitting in front of me, everybody that I'm looking at right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, and I say to the Lord, I say, Lord, why when you send a preacher and the people don't listen, or you send a prophet and the pre- people don't listen? Why do they act this way, Lord? Why did I act this way? Hallelujah. Why, Lord? His response was the flesh. Simple as that. His flesh. I weep because of this sin-sick world. I weep because of this burning flesh that desires no good for me. I weep. This is me, y'all. I weep in the hope that Christ, our Lord, will hear me as I go to him on the behalf of the people who keep hurting him. I weep. Do the people really know what the cross represents on today? If I, if this was Bible study, I would throw that question out to see what your response is. So kind of Bible study, I might ask it again. Do the people really know? I ain't advertising Bible study, y'all. What the cross really represents? <laughs> Do we truly understand it? Hallelujah. So as I stand here and, and I, at times I close my eyes and I look down, it's because I'm thinking about Christ, y'all. I'm thinking about Jesus. As, as our missionary was singing that song, I plead the blood. That is power. Hallelujah. If we was in America and we kept yelling, I plead, I plead. Do you know how many people would be running around the church and falling out and praising him and kicking off shoes and, and just falling out in the spirit because I plead the blood of Jesus over my life. I plead the blood of Jesus over my circumstances, if y'all don't understand the cross, you're not going to understand the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. You're not going to understand the power that that can move, the power that's in that blood. So when that song is going forth and nothing shifts and nothing moving your feet, do you understand the cross on today? When you stand there with your hands in your pocket and you don't shout or clap or sing or nothing, do you understand the cross on today? Hallelujah. And it makes me upset because I get, I'm get i on fire for Jesus. And when people disrespect Jesus and my man over here, this one right here, Jesus and him, it rouse up something in me. The children come a little later. I see you, Izzy. Hallelujah. But Jesus and my man, 
Uh, something rouse up on the inside of me. Because I'm like, how dare you? He don't bother nobody. Hallelujah. God is for our good. My husband is for our good. <laughs> when somebody attacks the cares of Jesus, I get, I, I take it personal. Amen. Even though God say, don't cut the air. He tell me that. So I have to calm down a little bit. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. So now, the cross, do we understand it? Now, it can mean different things depending on who you ask. But for me and for the word that God gave me on today, it's the symbol of death and hope. The cross is the symbol of death and hope. Mm, all at the same time. We go together. Death and hope. Glory to Jesus. Why? Because Jesus did, died and rose from the dead. Simple as that. When something die off in our life, when we kill the flesh, we hope that something better is to come. Amen. Hallelujah. So when Jesus died, something better was to come. He rose. So we must put to death daily our nature. Glory. We must put to death daily our nature. And I thank God for those that know, you know, I have my, my, my thing, Asher. And as I, I was like, God, everything is purpose. From the beginning, from when he first dropped Asher, the tribe of Asher, into my life. Hallelujah, which is the rebirth, the renewing, the old man is there because God knew my struggle. So you got to identify what your struggle is. He knew that I needed to kill this flesh. I needed that old man to die. I needed a rebirth in my life. I needed to birth something different that was not of this flesh because I was birthing all kinds of things that was of the flesh. Y'all think about what you're birthing. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory, Jesus. So we got to be, understand that daily, and I know we say that a lot, but it's so important that daily we got to kill this man. We got to put this old nature behind us so that we can live as a brand new creation in Christ where our hope lives. Like Christ is where it all is, people. People ask, they ask the answer, and we say Jesus, and they say, we can't, it can't be that easy. It can't be that simple. It is that simple. It's Jesus.